Good morning. Today's opening quote. Sometimes the best wisdom and advice comes through the simple purity of a child. They don't see the world as complicated as adults do. That from R. Joseph, neuroscientist. And now the resident of collusion, in his words, after the massacre in Florida. Calling the performance of deputies during the mass shooting at a Florida high school not exactly Medal of Honor winners, referring to the deputies again. The resident of collusion said he would have charged into the fray even if he had been unarmed, NBC News is reporting. Does anyone with a salient, clear mind believe that this individual would have done anything of this kind? I know I don't. You know, he said, I really believe you don't know until you're tested, but I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. And I think most of the people in this room would have done that, too. The resident of collusion told governor's meeting at the White House on Monday to discuss school safety. The resident also said the actions of Scott Peterson, the school resource officer who remained outside a building during the February 14th shooting at the high school, frankly disgusting, and that deputy choked. Unbelievable. The president also criticized several other deputies who failed to immediately enter the school grounds and told the governors that the authorities' performance was really a disgrace. The resident talks dirty. He also plays dirty, as seen in tweets over the weekend. On Saturday evening, he tweeted that the FBI failed to act on information about the latest mass school murder in Florida because the Bureau was preoccupied investigating possible Russian collusion with his presidential campaign in 2016. The next morning, he wrote that the Russians are laughing their A's off at the discord the probe has caused. So many signs that the Florida shooter was mentally disturbed. Even expelled from school for bad and erratic behavior, neighbors and classmates knew he was a big problem. Must always report such instances to authorities again and again. Again, and that's the end of his tweeting or as I like to call it, his weapon of mass distraction. Again, all this talk about mental illness, and let's not forget, in his zeal to turn around everything that President Obama did to assist the country, this poor excuse for a leader, in times of need, he rescinded the Obama executive order for stronger background checks for the mentally ill, keeping them from getting their hands on weapons. Let's look at a 10-year window. Dateline, 2007, Virginia Tech, college campus. 32 killed. Dateline, 2012, Sandy Hook Elementary School, 27 killed. Dateline, 2017, Sugarland, Texas, a church, 26 killed. Dateline, 2017, Las Vegas Open Air Concert, 58 killed. Dateline, Parkland, Florida High School, 17 killed. That proverbial window of opportunity is closing to do anything. And now the other side of the story. A story from CNN and David Andone. They should be worrying about their grades or where they're going to college. Instead, the students of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High in South Florida were shot at, packed into closets to avoid the relenting spray of bullets and ushered out of their classrooms, hands above their heads by police in military-style gear. As the nation grapples with the mass shooting in Parkland, the young survivors of Wednesday's massacre 
have raised their voices in outrage to demand action from lawmakers, from the resident of collusion, and from any other adults with power who can do something to make this stop. And that was a CNN report from David Andone. And the children shall lead. Emma Gonzalez, senior survivor. We're going to make sure these debates that happen in the House of Representatives and stuff like that, they go through in our favor to make sure that we are safe. I know there was supposed to be a debate or a talk on concealed weapons, license applications, and background checks. And I know that was postponed today. And I want to make sure that the students who were involved make sure that that doesn't ever happen again. That we do not decrease the regulation on guns. That rifles of this caliber are not to be sold. And the children shall lead. David Hogg, Senior Survivor. David Hogg, a student journalist, took out his phone to document his classmates hiding in the dark, waiting for first responders. His little sister, a freshman, was also hiding across campus. She lost two of her best friends. This is not just another mass shooting. No shooting is just another mass shooting. This needs to be a turning point. This shooting was the result of a number of situations and individuals, but action can still and should still be taken to prevent something like this from happening. People in Congress, people in state legislatures, just lawmakers in general need to stand up and not let these political divisions prevent from saving children's lives. Because this can happen and it will happen again if they just make false promises and don't take action. Because ideas without action remain ideas. And when that happens, children die. And the children shall lead. Lilia Skinner, Jr., Survivor. If people can't purchase marijuana or alcohol at the age of 18, why should they be given access to guns? I have had this conversation with my friends too many times. We shouldn't have to talk about this. This country needs stricter laws to help prevent other kids like me and my classmates from ever having to experience this. Words mean nothing. Actions do. And the children shall lead. Cameron Caskey, Jr., survivor, had just left the school with his little brother, who has special needs, when the alarm went off. But after running toward the parking lot, they were told to go back inside. They hand and huddled in a room and listened to terrifying noises before a SWAT team came to get them. I'm not trying to take everybody's guns away, he said, but there was a war. And if it had been through the least bit of screening, somebody would have said, This person does not need a weapon like that. And I think there needs to be a lot more regulations put on guns. And it needs to be a lot harder to get them. And the children shall lead. Isabel Robinson, senior, survivor. This shouldn't be a fight between two different parties. This should be a coming together where we all realize that something is wrong. And even if we disagree on the way to fix it, we all just need to talk about it. And stop being angry and stop slandering other people because that doesn't help anyone. And that's why people die, because we just can't get along. And I don't think pushing blame on anyone is a good idea, because it just makes people more angry. If that blame seems to make, even if that blame seems to make sense. And this from a freshman, Kelsey, friend, survivor. 
As the shooting unfolded, Kelsey's friend was buried into a classroom, huddled inside, trying to stay quiet. Bent down, down the hall, soon after the students heard the gunshot that killed him, a friend of hers. Sometimes, something actually does need to happen, she said. After Sandy Hook and all the shootings and then having it happen at my own school, something needs to be done or it's going to continue because I understand people are crazy, but guns in crazy people's hands is deadly. And I lost two of my closest friends to me because of guns and no one's doing anything. And the children shall lead. Here's a possible plan for the school problem. This just from the contrarian. One, reinstate the mental health plan that keeps guns out of their hands that President Obama signed and this poor excuse for a president rescinded. Number two, barriers around all schools with metal detectors. Number three, hidden cameras. Number four, comprehensive universal universal background checks along the lines that are set up for the White House personnel for security clearances. Number five, counselors in every grade, specifically for special situations. Number six, raise the age from 18 to 21 to obtain weapons. Number seven, banning of bump stocks. Those were used in the Las Vegas massacre to kill more in a given moment. There is no clear panacea to, to create the perfect world when it comes to stopping these horrendous massacres from occurring in totality. However, something is better than nothing. Better to do something than nothing at all. For all those who believe this may be too much, aren't the children worth it? Aren't your children worth it? And now, a closing quote. Within the core of each of us is the child we once were. This child constitutes the foundation of what we have become, who we are, and what we will be. Ebony Contrarian, out.